Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Marshall. Remember when we believed that the kiss of a princess could turn a frog into a prince? That was long ago, of course, when we believed in magic. The years passed and we started calling it luck. Then, pushed, trotted, or plummeted into a confused maturity, we began to speak of problem solving. But even as the magnetic pull of childhood resists all our efforts to grow up so does the buried belief that the kiss of a beautiful princess will transform the ugly frog into a handsome prince. You understand? She hates me, Tom. Oh, I don't think she does. She's trying to kill me. Come on now, Bart. And she will. If I don't kill her first. <laughs> mystery drama, Death Spell, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Elspeth Eric and stars Ralph Bell and Joan Lovejoy. It is sponsored in part by True Value Hardware Stores and Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Magic is and has always been man's frantic effort to control what he fears. Flood, famine, disease, death. In the story we're about to bring you, the dread enemy is none of these. It is a single person. One, you would think, who might be expected to harbor none but the most benign thoughts. Not an enemy at all, but a lover. Helen. You here? I'll be right with you, Tom. I'm putting a casserole into the oven. Oh, not that same old thing again. Till one of us starts bringing in some money, it's that same old thing. I got your thingamajig. You did? Well, why didn't you say so? I just did say so. Oh, great. Marvelous. That's swell. I could have bought a steak for what that thing cost. Oh, but I, I had to have it. I, I need it. Yeah, well, I need protein. Oh. Gorgeous. Fantastic. What the devil do you want it for? I have to know if I'm going to get the part in Antigone. What part? What, what Antigone? Sophocles, Antigone. I, I read for a part in it. Doing Antigone where? Off Broadway? Off, off, off Broadway. New Jersey, two weeks. But they paid equity minimum. I bought this, whatchamacallit, so that you could find out about two weeks in New Jersey... This is not a whatchamacallit or a thingamajig. It is a Ouija board. Whatever. It's the, not a whatever either. The Ouija board is as, as old as astrology. Ouija board goes back to the 4th century B.C. I'm so impressed. Where did you get it? In one of those voodoo shops on uh, Greenwich Avenue. The Ouija board has nothing to do with voodoo. 
The Ouija board is an ancient divinatory device. Yeah, okay, okay. Now, come on. Put your fingers on the planchette. Tom, come on, now, please. The casserole's going to take an hour, so come on. Oh, do I have to? Yes, you do. You have to. If I don't find out about that part in Antigone, I'm, I'm going to burst. Just put your fingers very lightly, please. Okay. Now, Ouija, tell me, am I going to work soon in a play? Am I? Close your eyes, Tom. Hmm? No, okay. Just let it move by itself. Okay. It is moving. You can't rush it. You know, I ran into a guy today. Hmm? In the voodoo shop. This is not voodoo. A guy I hadn't seen for a couple of years, the very least. Bertram Chillingworth Crowley. Commonly called Bart. Ever tell you about him? I knew him in art school. He came to class every day in a Cadillac station wagon. That suggest anything to you? Money. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots of money. Pots of money. Lots of pots of money. Why don't you shut up and concentrate? He never did finish art school. I think the planchette is starting to move. He was too rich to paint. He is. He quit art school and he sank back into his millions. It's starting, Tom. I never gave another thought till today when I ran into him in the uh, voodoo place. Oops. Tom. i got to get the phone. But it, it was just starting to move. Hello. Is this Tom Craven? Yes, this is Tom Craven. Tom, how are you? Well, who's this? This is Bart. We ran into each other this afternoon. Greenwich Avenue? Bertram Chillingworth Crowley? Uh, yes. Listen, we uh, didn't get much chance to talk today, so I was wondering, could we have lunch? Uh, tomorrow, maybe? Uh... I, I don't eat lunch as a rule. At my club, I thought. Oh. Well, uh... I have something I'd like to talk over with you. Uh, something that might interest you. Oh? Uh, uh, would it be all right if I uh, brought a girl along, Bart? Your wife? Uh, no. Um, a girl. Well, sure. Uh, bring her along. How's one o'clock? Uh, meet you in the lobby of the Lancaster Club on Park Avenue. One thirty. That all right? Yeah, all right. Hey, how do you like that? Just finished talking about the guy. He's on the phone. Tom, sit down. That's spooky. That's really spooky. It's moving. Is that okay with you? Lunch tomorrow? No, relax. Don't press on it. One thirty. It's spelling out something. Lancaster it's Club. Moving to A. It's a very snooty joint. Oh, it's going so fast. Park Avenue. N. T-I-A-N-T-I, Antigone. The first four letters in Antigone. Why you like that? That's spooky. You'd like it. You really would. It's uh, got three rooms besides the studio. And the studio has a skylight. Oh, that sounds marvelous. Perfect north light. I had it built to minute specifications... Had it built for myself. I thought someday I might take up painting again, but uh, of course I never did. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, I don't know. Never did have much talent, you know. Not like old Tom here. 
Yeah, well, old Tom here isn't exactly setting the world on fire. No, but you will one of these days. And I'd like to help you on your way to fame and all that. Well, that's awfully nice of you, Bart. Really is. You'd be doing me a favor if you'd move into the place. Both of you. I really mean that. Helen? Is it that you don't want to leave the city? Oh, Lord, no. Or maybe Helen doesn't want to move out of New York. Actresses don't, I've heard. Well, you... You heard right. Actresses like to be where the action is. I'm up for a part right now. But my place is only 50 miles from the city. You can get there in an hour. Oh, there's a train? No. Uh, look, I have a car. Well, actually, I have five cars, and I have a chauffeur. Uh, Tom could drive you, or I could. Think about it, will you? Sure. Well, we'll certainly think about it. And let me know as soon as you can, okay? You bet. Anybody want any more coffee? Not for me, thanks. I'll get the check. Waiter? Check. I'll sign it. It's funny thing you phoning me, Bart, when you did. I'd just been telling Helen about you <laughs> when the phone rang. Yeah, he was telling me he'd, how, he, how he'd run into you. In the uh, voodoo shop. Not voodoo. <laughs> oh, they have voodoo stuff there, too. Potions, powders, amulets, all kinds of stuff. Are you interested in magic? Uh, Tom was buying a Ouija board for me. She was trying to find out if she was going to get a part in a play that she's up for. And I am going to get it. Yeah, you hope. Well, the Ouija board spelled out A-N-T-I, and the name of the play is Antigone. So how about that? That was right after the phone call from you. You know, everything was getting very spooky. Listen, if you decide to take the studio at my place, bring the Ouija board along. <laughs> Something you're dying to know, Bart? Something I'm dying to know. Yes. Well, if we move in with you, we will come complete with Ouija board. Uh, Bart, uh, why are you so anxious to have us take your studio? Not that I doubt you wanted to help a struggling artist. Uh, I don't, but... Well, actually, you and I don't know each other very well. You don't know Helen at all. I think we'll be very compatible. Don't you think so? Y you're lonely, isn't that it? Lonely? Well, I mean, living all by yourself in that big house on that big estate. But I don't live all by myself. Oh, you don't? I'm sorry, I just assumed you didn't you did. uh, mention anybody else. Oh, they're the servants, and then there's uh, my wife. Your wife? You, you didn't say... You, you never mentioned... Uh, uh, I didn't know you, you were married. Uh. Oh, yes, to Rosalind. Uh, we've been married for a couple of years. Uh, that's marvelous. After I left art school, I didn't know what to do with myself, so I started traveling. I went all over the place. Two suitcases, one packed with clothes, one with maps and books. All by yourself? Yes. I'm not really a gregarious person. I don't make friends easily. Or somebody like me, travel is really the only answer. You stay in one place till you've exhausted it, then you move on to the next place. You meet people on planes, on ships, in hotels, in bars. You're not completely isolated. But you never make any close friends. It's something I'm not capable of anyway. But you did make one close friend, didn't you? What? I mean, Rosalind. Oh, yes, Rosalind. And uh, you married her? Yes, I married Rosalind. 
Where did you meet her, Bart? In Trinidad. Do you know Trinidad, either of you? Uh, no. no. I don't. Marvelous place. Very polyglot civilization. Been occupied any number of times since the original Arawak Indians. You'd love Port of Spain. That's the capital city. A dozen nationalities live there. They have churches, mosques, synagogues. Astounding place. And that's where you met Rosalind? Rosalind is the most beautiful woman who ever lived. Part Spanish, part Arawak, part Eurasian. And maybe a little of everything else. Beautiful beyond words. Well, then, you're not alone. No. Living with a woman you love, who loves you, that's the greatest thing in life. I suppose it is. You know it is. Only Rosalind doesn't love me. Oh. I'm sorry. She hates me. Oh, now, Bart. She's trying to kill me. Come on, Bart. And she will. If I don't kill her first. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And man considered it magic. Not only the creation, but the words that brought it to pass. And when the words were written down, the writing was magic too. Perhaps everything not quite comprehended by the limited mind of man appears to be magic. Perhaps everything is. What a lovely word magic is. It springs from the lips so lightly, like the bursting of the tiniest seed pod showering its contents into the air. In a world which labors so strenuously to explain how and why everything is as it is and not otherwise, what a relief to turn away, even for a moment, and view it all as simply magic. It's crazy. Simply crazy. It's a beautiful place. I may not stay, Tom. Well, I'm staying. This is a fabulous studio. And you don't mind if your host is slightly insane? Well, I've put up with worse things in my time. You have? Like what? Being hungry. Not being able to work. Look, Helen, we don't have to see a lot of the Crowleys. They live in the big house. We live here. They've got their problems. We've got ours. Someone's at the door. Yeah. Bringing us a nice little problem. Good morning. Hello, Rosalind. Oh, come in, Rosalind. It, it's a mess in here. We're unpacking. I brought you some flowers from the garden. Well, thanks. Oh, they're lovely. Thank you. We'll, um, we'll get organized after a while. Can you find a place to sit down? Oh, it's all right. I, I'll just wander about. I can't stay. Oh. Well, look here. Did you bring this with you? Oh, what's that? Oh, uh... No, no, no. We didn't bring any books. It's a copy of Malleus Malficarum, the Hammer of Witches. Bertram must have put it here. Two Dominicans wrote it in the 15th century. Then people believed in witchcraft and magic. Have you read it? I couldn't finish it. I think it's the most boring book ever put together. 
Well, if there's anything you need... Not at the moment. If you find you do need something, please let me know. Thank you, we will. She's got to be the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Yeah. I'd like to paint her. I thought we weren't going to see too much of the Crowleys. I thought we were going to uh, let them have their problems, we have ours, and all that stuff. Well, I, I didn't mean that right away. I, I, I meant sometimes. Just as long as they don't start being one of our problems. Helen, don't look for trouble, huh? I don't think I'll have to. I think it'll come right up to the door. <laughs> Maybe it's arrived. Helen, knock it off, will you? Hey. Hiya, Bart. Come on in. Thanks. Thanks very much. Hello, Mr. Crowley. Hello. I've just come from the doctor. Oh? Something wrong? The doctor says no. He, he says I'm fine. Well, good. But I'm not. You don't believe the doctor? There's something wrong with me. I know it. Well, Bob, why don't you change doctors? I've been to all of them. They all say the same thing. I'm in perfect health. Well, then I think you ought to take their word for it, Bart. Now, can I? And I know I'm dying. Oh, now, listen. Do you know that Rosalind does all the cooking in our house? No, does she? She insists on it. She has coconut milk flown up from Jamaica. She says it's the only thing to use in cooking. <laughs> Maybe she's right. But things taste peculiar. She could be putting all sorts of things in. What kind of things? Powders, potions, things she knows about. I know my blood pressure's gone up, and I think my metabolism's changing. I'm not a well man. I'm getting worse. Hey, uh, Bart, uh, you know what's wrong with you? Forgive me for saying it, but, uh, you know, you're a bit of a hypochondriac. You think about how you feel all the time. How can I help it? When you think about it, because, uh, well, you got nothing better to do. Take some advice. Find something to do and do it, huh? That's easier said than done. Oh, Bart, with all your money... Money's got nothing to do with it. Look. Look what I found on the lawn this morning. What is it? Well, it's just an envelope. Addressed to me. It's got my name on it. Well, so what? You dropped it on the lawn sometime. And it, uh, maybe fell out of the trash. So what? Look there. Look at that. Yeah, and what? That little hole there, in the middle of the W in Crowley. That's a little hole. So what? Made by a nail. A nail driven through my name. You don't know that. What else could it be? Well, I don't know. Could be anything. Ah, but I found the nail. I found it in the grass, six inches away from the envelope. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Oh, but it does, it does. That's one of the oldest ways in the world to put a spell on someone. Don't you know that? No, I don't know that. I don't believe in those things, Bart. I think that's all superstition. It's all nonsense. Oh, no. It's real. Well, I can't go along with you, Bart. You'll see. She'll get to me. She'll kill me. She's got her mind set on it, and she'll do it. One of these days, she'll do it. She'll get her way. Uh, look, Mr. Crowley, I'm not sure Tom and I ought to stay here. You... You're not thinking of leaving, are you? I think maybe we should. Don't go. Don't leave. 
Don't leave me alone to die. Oh, please. Oh, take it easy. Easy. Come on, boy. Take it easy. If you're... If you're here, she won't dare. Don't leave. Promise me you'll stay. Tom. Helen. I... I don't know. But... What can I say? Say you won't go. Say you'll hang around for a little while anyway. Till I can decide what to do. Helen... I don't think we should. Don't say that. I don't know what will become of me if you leave. Stay a little while. Don't let me die here all alone. Oh, we could stay for a while, I guess. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. I I don't know for how long. You can go any time you want to, but not right away. Okay, okay. Not right away. Actually, I I have the name of another doctor. I'm seeing him next week. Maybe he can help. Yeah, Maybe he can. Uh, thank you both. You've taken a load off my mind. Oh, and you will come up to the house some evening for dinner, won't you? We'd love to have you. Uh, Rosalind's a very good cook. She really is. And she wouldn't put anything in your food. Just in mine. Why did you say we'd stay? Oh, I don't know. He seems so sort of helpless. Is that the only reason? It won't hurt us to help him out. Are you sure he's the one you're interested in? Or is it his wife? Tom! Tom! Hold up a minute, will you? Oh, hi there, Bart. Taking a walk around? Yeah, the work wasn't going too well, so I... Where's Helen? The chauffeur drove her into New York. She's reading for a part in something. She coming back? Maybe tomorrow. She doesn't like me, does she? Well, I wouldn't say that. Bart, you shouldn't go around thinking people don't like you. No, it's not good for you. This thing you have about Rosalind trying to trying to kill you. Now, I've gotten to know Rosalind the last couple of weeks. You know, she's really a very nice woman. And Lord knows she's beautiful. Oh, yes. Beautiful. They all are. Look, uh... Do you think, uh... She might pose for me? Pose? You mean... You want to paint a portrait? Yeah, something like that. That might not be a bad idea. You know, I don't get to use models like that. (laughs) I can't afford it. It might be a wonderful idea. You might catch it in the portrait. That uh, particular quality she has? You might catch... The demon. Well, well, what are you you talking about? What demon? They say that's possible. That a great artist can catch the demon that lurks in us all. Ordinary people can't see it, but a great artist can see it and put it on canvas. If you could do that. Bart. Bart, I'm not a great artist, and I'm not looking for demons. But if you should catch the demon in Rosalind, put it on canvas where everyone could see it. I don't believe there is any such demon. You don't? No. No, I don't. Then, look at this. What is it? Look at it. Well, it looks like a piece of pipe. That's what it is. Well, Bart, so what? It's a piece of pipe, so what? I found it on the lawn this morning. And that's not all I found. Look at this. Go ahead, look at all it. All right, all right. It's a sinker, isn't it? The kind you put on a fish line to weigh it down? That's right. It's a sinker. All right, so what? A lead sinker. 
Hey, Bart, you know something? You're driving me crazy. Why shouldn't you find a lead sinker on the lawn? People do fish around here. You probably do yourself, don't you? And the piece of pipe. What about that? Yeah, well, what about it? Lead pipe. Lead pipe. A lead sinker and a piece of lead pipe. Doesn't that say anything to you? No, not a thing. Is it supposed to? Lead, Tom, is the metal of Saturn. So what? Very powerful in a death spell. But you're driving yourself crazy with this thing, you know that? Just as copper is the metal of Venus, copper is powerful in a love spell. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. When Rosalind and I were first in love, she gave me a copper bracelet. She said it was for the arthritis in my hands, and it did help. I have to admit that, but that wasn't her real reason for giving it to me. Oh, no. It was to cast a love spell over me. She wanted me then. But now, now it's lead. The Saturn metal. Lead. The metal of death. Bart. Come up to the studio with me. I'll make you a drink. We'll have a talk, huh? I have an appointment with the doctor. Just one drink. A new doctor. I told you I'd found one, didn't I? The doctor will wait. Or you can see him some other time. Come on, huh? Just one drink. We'll talk. Well... Tom! Tom, help me, please! Now, who's that? Is that Rosalind? Tom! Tom, please! Where is she? She's up there. Where? In her room. Tom! Please, Tom! What, what, what does she want? What's the matter? I imagine she wants you to let her out. Let her out of her own room? Yes. I... Locked her in. If you think Bertram Chillingsworth Crowley is a madman, take a look around you. Do you find the behavior of your friends and relatives at all times and on all occasions reasonable? Take a look at the people of the world. Are they behaving rationally? Or if your friends and relatives are too close to you and the citizens of the world are too remote, take a look at yourself, if you dare. I'll be back with Act Three shortly. A young man, sound of body, with a plethora of worldly goods, married to an incomparably beautiful young woman, living in the loveliest of homes, companioned by a solicitous friend, pursues the idea that his wife has cast over him a death spell. Why? Why does he do this? I believe it was John Milton who wrote, The mind is its own place, and in itself can make a hell of heaven. And a heaven of hell. Your uh, chin up just a little, Rosalind? Enough. That's fine. It's perfect. You didn't turn? Not at all. Tell me when you want me to stop. It's an easy pause. Is any word about Bart? The same. They're feeding him intravenously now. Oh, boy. That doesn't sound so good. That is not good at all. I think he will die. Oh, come on. Now, it's not all that hopeless. I think it is. 
Rosalind, uh, let's knock off the city for a while. I have to ask you something. I'm sure you do. You won't be offended? Ask me. Did you know... Do you know that uh, Bart thought... Uh, thinks... That you were casting... Or that you are casting some sort of a... Some sort of a spell over him? A death spell? Oh, yes. I know. I wasn't sure if you know. He, uh... He really was crazy on the subject. Quite crazy. He kept showing me things he picked up on the lawn. An envelope with a nail driven through his name. Oh, yes. Things made out of lead. The metal of Saturn. Oh. You know about these things, do you? Of course. Everyone knows. Well, I didn't. Not till I came here. People have known for centuries. Well, what I wanted to ask you... Yes? Is it, uh... Is it true? That I cast a death spell over my husband, is that what you want to ask? Well, yes. Then why don't you come right out and ask it? Well, the thing is, I don't really believe in things like that. You don't? Well, nobody does, really. Everybody does. Oh, really. no, no, no. Everybody believes in magic. Oh, they may laugh at it or swear at it or sneer at it, but somewhere in some dark corner, everyone believes in it. Do you? Partly. From time to time. But you don't, uh, you don't practice it. Do you? My husband believes I do. But you don't. So long as he believes I do, that's all that counts. You mean if you believe a thing is so, it's so? I mean if you believe a thing is so, it works. And that is why my husband is going to die. For all their drugs and their bottles of glucose and their tubes going into his arm, no matter what they do, he will die because he believes he will die. I can't stop it. Nothing can stop it. He believes he will die. And he will die. I... I don't think I can go along with that, Rosalind. It doesn't matter. Oh, look there. Look out the window, your girl, Helen. Oh, she's back. She went into New York to see about a part. Hi there. Hello? Uh, hello. What's going on here? Well, nothing's going on. Rosalind's posing for me, that's all. Oh, really? We just stopped for a minute. We were talking. We're talking about Bart. The hospital's got him on intravenous feeding. Doesn't look too good. I'm sorry to hear that. Yes, it's too bad. You don't seem too broken up about it. Oh, now, Helen. I'm not happy about it. I think you are. Uh, Helen, you'd better stop, huh? You know what I found her doing the other day? I went up to the house to borrow something. Do you know what she was doing? Oh, Helen. Come on now. Scrying. That's what she was doing. Scrying. 
What's that? What is she talking about? Scrying is an ancient method used to conjure up spirits. And foretell the future. One uses a crystal ball. Or a glass of water. Yes. Or a bottle of ink. Anything that reflects. But I have no crystal ball. There was no glass of water. No bottle of ink. Your fingernails. Your long, pointed, long fingernails. Polished till they were gleaming. You were looking into them. And you were seeing the future in them. Helen, why would I do that? To see when your husband would die, when you'd be free of him. And you did see, didn't you? And you started moving in on Tom the very next day. Uh, Helen, that's enough. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Somebody get that. I will. Thanks. Yes? Yes, this is Mrs. Crowley speaking. Oh. Oh. Yes, I understand. Thank you for calling me. Was that, uh... Was it, uh... It was the hospital. He's dead. Oh, Rosalind. That's awful. Can... Can we do anything for you? What can we do? I don't know. Anything at all. Would you... Could you stay for the funeral? After all, you were the... Only friends he had. I don't know why I am doing this. I, I didn't even know the man. Not really. I wasn't his, his friend. You were. You're doing it because you're a nice girl. Well, it wouldn't look right if nobody showed up at the funeral. Well, there are funerals like that where nobody shows up. I've read about them. If nobody showed up, how did anybody know? You got a point there. Well, I'll be leaving right after the funeral. Oh? I've got a job. You didn't tell me that. I haven't had a chance. When I got back, you were here with her. And then she got the phone call. What kind of a job? On the road, bus and truck. Oh, not Antigone. Not Antigone. Somebody else got that. Then the Ouija board was wrong. No, not really. The Ouija board spelled out A-N-T-I, you remember? That doesn't have to mean Antigone. It could mean Auntie Mame. You're not going out with Auntie Mame. For 26 weeks. Well, uh... You be here when I get back? Are you uh, staying on with the bereaved widow? For a while. A long while? Well, she needs somebody. Somebody like you. Maybe. You're in love with her, Tom. You may not believe that, but you are. I don't know whether I believe it or not. Rosalind says if you believe something, it's so. Like, uh... Bart believed that she'd cast a death spell over him, so it didn't make any difference if she did or didn't. He believed she did. That's why he died. Oh, she did, all right. You don't know that. You have no way of knowing right that. Right from the beginning. She got us down here. She cast a love spell. Oh, you're nuts. And I'm getting out before she casts... A death spell over me. She hasn't got a thing against you, Helen. She likes you very much. Yeah? 
Then why has she taken my fellow away from me? She hasn't. She, 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 it's all in your head. Oh, is that where it is? Then why are you staying on here? I told you, it's just for a while. A long while. Like forever? Oh, no. I'll tell you what. When I get through touring with Auntie Mame, I'll call you here. If a woman answers, I'll hang up. Meanwhile, we rehearse two weeks in New York. I'll be at our old apartment. If you change your mind... I'll call you. Now, let's get dressed for the funeral. We don't want to be late. Though I don't think it'll be sold out. Come in, Rosalind. I brought you some flowers. Well, that's very nice of you. Roses, huh? Mm, I arranged them for you. I don't think you have any vases here. Oh, uh, where will I put them? Oh, any place. How about, uh, here? Fine. Now, sit down and talk to me. Okay. You must be lonely without Helen. Well, we were together for quite a while. Yes, I miss her. But uh, she got a job, you know. Oh, did she? No, I didn't know. She left right after the funeral. I didn't have a chance to... Will she be back, do you think? Oh, right now she's in New York uh, rehearsing, and then she's going on the road for six months, so... uh... No, I don't think she'll be back. Pity. I liked Helen. I always thought you did. Matter of fact, I told her you did. She didn't believe you. Well, no, actually, she didn't. It's very hard for me to convey liking. I don't know why that should be some personality lack, I suppose. Well, do you, um... You think maybe you'd feel like posing for me one of these days? There's no rush, of course. Why, any time. Now, if you like. Oh, I I didn't mean... Well, why not? The light is very good. All right. Are the roses in your way? Uh, yeah, I'll move them. Now, I'll uh, just uh, set up my easel. You know, this is uh, very nice of you, Rosalind. I really do appreciate it. It's a relief to me to be doing something. Anything. Yeah, I know what you mean. Have I got the pose right? Stay, stay the way you are. I'm going to start over. Helen believes in magic, doesn't she? Hmm, kind of. There's a high magic, you know. And there's a low magic. Now? Uh, uh, would you turn your face a little to the light? Low magic is concerned with, uh... Oh, petty things. Getting a certain part in a certain play, things like that. Uh, head up, just a trifle. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's good. High magic is something quite different. Mm Mm-hmm. Make yourself like God in order to understand God. That's the purpose of high magic. Uh, 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 just stay like that. Vault from your body and unfold. Unfold. Don't, don't move, please. Outrun time and find eternity. Embrace sensation. Exist everywhere and at all times, past, present. Be unborn, be young, be old, be dead, and beyond death. 
Rosalind. Embrace all those things. Know all times, all places, all feelings, all persons and things, all quantities, all qualities. Rosalind. Then can you know God. Well, Tom, are you ready? Uh, I was just... To start the picture, I mean. Oh, that. What did you think I meant? I, uh, I don't know. I, I'd forgotten all about the picture. Well, that's what we're here for, isn't it? Isn't it? I, um... I think... I think I'll just move the roses. I think I'll put them on the table right here next to you. Yes, I'll put them here. Uh, wait a second. Yes? Something wrong? You've put them in a copper bowl. Yes. Copper is the metal of Venus. Yes. Copper is the metal of love. What's the matter, Tom? What are you doing? Calling Helen in New York. You don't mind, do you? I don't mind, no. I want to tell her something. Let me take a minute. Helen, this is Tom. I'm coming back to New York. When? A couple of days. I want to finish a painting I've just started. Uh, a painting of Rosalind? Yes. It could be very good if I can just capture something. Capture it and put it on canvas. Capture what? I'm not sure. But I think it's a demon. It's very dangerous to believe you are God. It's dangerous to believe that you are like God. It's dangerous even to believe that you can understand God. It's not only dangerous, it's arrogant. I'll be back shortly. of our story has been believing a thing is so makes it so well now will believing that you are handsome charming and irresistible make you in all truth handsome charming and irresistible I very much doubt it but if you don't take it too seriously it could make you more attractive try it I'm going to our cast included Ralph Bell, Joan Lovejoy, Gordon Heath, and Terry Keene. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Mrs. E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.